Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. The more you get to know someone, the more you um, appreciate their journey, the more you appreciate their resilience the more you appreciate the standards that they have through the work that they do as well. And then tie that in with being a wife and a mother. I'm just really excited about today's guest. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, what an amazing way to check in today. I've got somebody totally special, someone that so many people look up to, especially she's from Texas to Chicago to New York. She's the Emmy Award winning host of one of the highest rated talk shows, a seasoned journalist, author, mom and wife. Please welcome Tamron Hall to Checking In. 
Hey, it's so good to check in with you, Michelle. It's so good to see you and hear you and all of those wonderful things. And congratulations on this podcast and just everything you've done in the space of mental health and, mm. and conversation. It's really beautiful to watch you shine. Thank you, Tamron. Tam fam, are y'all in the building? <laughs> Yes, yes. OMG, we are just so excited. I was telling someone that works with you by the name of Taylor, when I was living in Chicago, in the Chicago area, uh, Nicole Mangrum used to do my hair. She is Oprah's hairstylist now for the past years. And I went very short one year. About two years, and I used to tell Nicole, "Give me the Tamron." Oh my god! Like, (laughs) I remember the very first time that I interviewed you in Chicago. I was in local news. You just joined Destiny Child, and um, everyone was so excited that this Illinois beautiful bright light was coming on board. And I remember sitting in my local news, and then. Um, right when I started with the Today Show, me and my mom were in Sac Fifth Avenue doing some shoe shopping. And I looked over and there you were, this beautiful light. And you were so kind to come over to say hello. I mean, here you are at this, the height of your fame and everyone's trying to get your attention. And that you stopped to say hello to my mom while reaching for a Louboutin behind her it was absolutely so thoughtful and wonderful. You, so you've just you been weren't supposed to tell that part of the business. <laughs> I would have dreams of my business management of bills in black and white. <laughs> that y'all, and I, we don't have a lot of time with Tamron, but that shoe department at Saks has its, like, its own zip code. It is yeah. absolutely insane. So you caught me in one of my favorite <laughs> places. Okay. So, but we are, we are really yeah. delighted to have you here. We're excited because you've got a new book, mm-hmm. Watch Where They Hide. Yes. Your first was so, so, so successful. It is a crime series. Yeah. And, um, just tell us because your background is in journalism, but yeah. it seems that it's been like your niche has been in the area. My major was criminal justice. So yeah. I'm just going to say criminal law, criminal justice. So tell us that journey. Okay. Well, for this all makes sense then because listen, Jordan Manning is a character uh, inspired by my years as a reporter in Chicago. Watch Where They Hide, which is my new novel, as well as the first, as the Wicked Watch, all set in Chicago, in and around the Chicago area. And over the pandemic, I like so many people, you're trying to figure out what you want next, right? Life came into a different perspective. And I'd always wanted to write a novel. I grew up reading Nancy Drew and crime novels and, yes. and also being a crime reporter. My show Deadline Crime, I went for six seasons. Uh, someone they knew, uh, a show that I recently did. So I've always been quite fascinated, of course, as a journalist. But the deeper part of crime that I wanted to reveal with Jordan Manning was what is it like to cover those stories, right? We know the stories, Mm -hmm. but from a reporter's standpoint, the first book was inspired by a case out of Chicago, Ryan Harris, this little girl who was killed on the South side of Chicago. And I remember that night, Michelle going Mm -hmm. home uh, after standing just a few yards from where she was found and just sobbing and being so just torn up inside, you know, here I am on TV, I'm supposed to present myself as, you know, this reporter with your microphone and the crime tape is behind you. And then I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to go home and forget that this little girl wasn't going to go home to her mother. She would never celebrate a prom. She would never be able to get married or go to college, Mm -hmm. any of the dreams that you and I've been able to pursue. And so with Jordan Manning, I wanted to show 
through my experience and also what I've witnessed, what is it like to be a crime reporter? But also, what is it like to be a woman climbing the ladder where people believe you're putting work before love? And and she's got this great friend circle. So it's a little bit of sex in the city. It's a little bit of, you know, uh, life that I live, but also... I wanted it to be a juicy thriller that, you know, whether you're on vacation or, you know, you just need some time to relax and you don't want to be on social media and you just want to read something good. It's got escapism, but it's also got heart. Like what is, what is fueling Jordan Manning? And I, I have to tell you, as I'm sitting here talking to you, people, we've been able to option it and we're looking at turning it into a series. And now that I know you have criminal justice background, you need to be Jordan Manning because you are oh. like your faith, everything. If somebody, I'm going to put it out here in the universe. We're casting Michelle as Jordan Manning in the series oh. because you will be perfect. She's got, oh, a, she's, got a, <laughs> she's got a background in forensics and decided to pursue this journalism career. And now she's using what she learned um, in her studies with what she's learned in real time as a journalist to solve the stories that she's supposed to be covering. But now she's turned investigator to find out in the end why this crime happened and who did it. Wow. Okay, y'all, I'm so excited because when I majored in criminal justice, forensics is what I wanted to go to to be a forensic psychologist because oh I like to gosh. get I like to get into the mind and peel the layer yes. back and try to get to the root of behaviors and yeah. responses and all of that, which I've used that skill in relationships. So ladies, gentlemen, if you need me to find out anything, call me, child. I'll get to the root of it. Yes, but Michelle Williams <laughs> is Jordan Manning. You heard it here. We, we I, I am so excited, but I'm so glad that you were talking about how it kind of almost, well, it doesn't totally mirror or parallel your entire life, but that is so good because you can take the route as well of, you can know, you can do the biography, the autobiography, yeah. But then, but the word escapism yeah. is so huge of what I've learned in being an author. Like people like the, your real life story, yeah. but they also like the, the escapism part. Yeah. Like I can be in the airport. I'm going to have this book. Cause I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to read this book. Yeah. We yeah. are so excited. Excited. That's what excited. I wanted. I want to, you know, I, I, like I said, I use some of the inspiration of, for example, you know, in this book, uh, the newest one, Watch Where They Hide, Jordan is approached by the sister of a woman who is missing. And the sister is begging for media attention and begging Jordan to help her find out what happened to her sister. I've been very open about the death of my own sister and an unsolved crime. So it, it does touch a little bit on my real life. But with Jordan, I am able to create a world and a character who can do things I never could. I mean, there's scenes yeah. where Jordan, the crime, uh, the, the, the disappearance happens in Indiana and there's Jordan getting in her car, uh, driving to Indiana to get to the business to find out and then driving back to try to make it to a date with a guy that's been interested in her for a while, but believes that all she thinks about is work and that her whole focus is work. So you see um, this character inspired by me, but experiencing, I think, something very relatable uh, in many ways. Not all of us are going to solve crime like Michelle can whip out her little uh, 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 Sherlock Holmes <laughs> magnifying glass. <laughs> I will. I sure will. <laughs> but but we, I think many of us understand that work-life imbalance, because I don't call it balance. There's no such thing. 
you know, the work-life imbalance, um, the struggle to find identity. She's in her 30s. And it's like, what is this all for? What do I really want to do? So while she is solving these crimes, we see this richly layered character that really is a combination of many people that I've experienced and things that I've seen. So it's juicy and it's, you know, it's, it's betrayal, it's infidelity, it's all those things that are going to have you like look side eye at your next date, but it's good. It's good stuff. Listen, not only side eye at your next date, but Tamron, have you ever had people maybe do the page turner, you yeah. know, with your book and they're wondering, okay, now, is this real life? You know? Oh, yes, of course, of course. You know, I have to tell you, in fact, when I wrote the first one, uh, I was in bed with my husband one night and I'm writing and I burst out. He was actually falling asleep and I'm writing and I started laughing and he's like, what are you, what, what are you laughing about? And I said, oh, I'm writing this scene with um, Jordan and she's on this date. And he goes, are you writing about your exes? I was like, uh. <laughs> Like, um, well, or, uh, um, what I, what I, what I meant like, to no, say, honey, I'm, <laughs> I'm writing about how you make me laugh. Right. And just Jordan, she just needs someone in her life like you to make her laugh. Right. It's so Ooh. funny. But yeah, well, people have tried to figure out some of the names are similar. Uh, and I've already started, you know, writing the third book and there's a character named Nelson and some people have, you know, made some speculations about that. But we are like, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, fun in creating, as you know, characters yes. and creating a world and touching on things with Jordan. You know, I, I tell people covering crime for all those years, I didn't realize the level of and I don't use this loosely, this level of PTSD that I experienced because, you know, when I was pregnant, even. I remember sitting and, and writing and reading this uh, crime uh, that I was covering and the woman had been murdered and she was pregnant. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this for a living. This is not what I can do. And when I was creating Jordan, I was able to really um, face some of those things as a crime journalist or, a you know, true crime reporter that people don't know exists in that world. And so it was it was cathartic. It was a, a relief, but it was also, and I and I I use this word um, very carefully because it is about crime. But it was it was exhilarating. I'm over mm-hmm. fifty. I'm fifty three years old, and to be able to step out and do something new that you don't think you can do, um, that also became a bit of the story, right? It's like I have this book, and now I have this series, and even though I've got the talk show in and things that I've worked on in the past as you said, people approach me when wanting a memoir, they wanted a beauty book. And that's not where my head was at that time. I really wanted to take on this new challenge and say, you know, can I do it? Let me do it. And I, and I talk about that because I want the Tam fam or whomever it is to always feel inspiration to step out there, do things that, that, no one's expecting yes. things that might make you feel uncomfortable even. Wow. Because I definitely was going to ask if you had advice yeah. for aspiring writers, but you just yeah. you just gave it to us. Yeah. Like, yeah. try something new. Do try something, like it. You said. We would still love a memoir. We would still love yeah. the beauty yeah. book and how like, and then this has nothing to do with the book, but as far as the beauty book is concerned, yeah. you have literally coined for, especially for journalists and women of color. Now I, I get to say it, she don't, but everybody got the Tamron haircut that is a <laughs> black journalist and that's great. <laughs> so we definitely want to, you know, and, and then it's like, okay, wait a minute. Has she ever thought, can she go long? 
wrong, but there's like, no, that's part of her brand. So it's yeah. like this. <laughs> no, and I do, I wanted to, like, cause you know, it's so funny. Even now I'm, I'm working on a little bit of a memoir that, you know, was down the line, but I talk about when I first cut my hair, so crazy, Michelle, I was in Chicago and Johnny Wright, who, you know, my hairstylist since he was 18, mm-hmm. Johnny, um, and I met in Chicago and I cut my hair. And when I was in Chicago, people, everyone's like, oh, the hair is so fly. I want the haircut. I want the haircut. I want the I came to national news. And I remember being at MSNBC in the beginning of my career. Yes. And people started, this was right. They were like, why do you have short hair? And, um, you know, is she this? Is she that? Look, at, and I, I remember reading someone said, uh, women with short hair are lazy because that's a lazy haircut. Oh, no, I read it all. And I, a pretty confident person. So imagine the stark contrast. I leave Chicago where people are like, can I get the Tamron Hall haircut and beating down mm-hmm. Johnny Storr to to the national press and some of the people in national articles questioning, you know, short hair aesthetic. And I started to grow my hair out. I'm not kidding. And I was so insecure and I started to grow. And then one day I looked on air and I had a full mushroom and I was like, Oh no, 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 we're not going out like that. And I called John he was with Michelle Obama at the time because uh, the only time we've ever had a break was when he was with the first lady. I called Johnny. I was like, if you don't get on that, a cellar train and get here and cut my hair right now, because I cannot go out like that. But you go through those moments. But yeah, it's crazy. And that's part of what I'll talk about in my my memoir one day is that that betting on yourself and not letting people rock your boat, you know, finding yes. your core who you are. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards 
to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. The Tamron Hall Show has been renewed. Yes. You know, and then you're an author, wife, and mom. People ask all the time, where are you finding the time and to seemingly uh. do things so seamlessly and with excellence? Nothing seems to miss a beat. Oh, Everything my is gosh. done so great. You know what it is? It's first of all, for me, I'm, I'm a Virgo. So anybody know Virgo? I'm like, oh, I, good I, luck. Overthink, <laughs> Bye. I, overthink, I overthink everything. I write, my poor phone is like littered with notes. I'm always taking notes. I try my best, like even with the wardrobe, whether it's my personal wardrobe or here on the set, I tell people the, the whole week of wardrobe is picked out in advance because that's one less thing I have to think about. And I learned that from my dad who was in the military. He was like, pick it out. But Biggie say, I'm Gucci down to the socks. I pick out everything down to the spanks. And Come I have on. it all laid out for that week. I don't. I could have a white suit picked out and it could rain mud and I'm not changing that suit because mm. that's one less thing I have to think about. Think about how many times... You're getting ready to go somewhere and you're like, oh, that shirt's dirty. Wait a minute, where is that shoe? And before you know it, it's taking your time, taking your mind, and now you're late, you arrive frazzled, and you're not present. So the decisions that I can make in advance, I do. I plan out my son's lunch. The whole week of lunches, all in advance, is breakfast, all we write it all down. And some might think that that's a, a very strident way to live. But it allows for me to be creative. It allows for me to be prepared for the unknown variable. I tell my yes. husband all the time, we were on vacation recently and he was all going through his mind about something. And I said, you better enjoy this moment because listen, as my friend Bevy Smith says, life be life in. It's going to come. You don't have to look for it. The unknown variable that's going to screw up your whole time mm -hmm. is coming we were the hot time we were in uh, italy once and we had this great vacation we're on the plane and oh my gosh these are all in our fields and we land and i'll never forget the phones started buzzing as soon as i landed our house had flooded and i'm like what 
But had I not taken that respite and had I not, you know, said I need to decompress and I would have been on 10, landed and gone to 100 and been crying. (laughs) But I was I was just kind of in this relaxed state because I had taken a moment to appreciate that time with him, that time with my son, that the rewards of the hard work. Right. Being able to Mm -hmm. be in Italy. So when I landed, don't get me wrong, I was highly upset, but. I'd taken that breathing moment because that that unknown variable of that challenge in our home, it was waiting for me. I didn't know it, but it was waiting for me. But you, yeah. So you have to take care of yourself when you can. And that allows me to find room to create like I did, you know, the book or be present with my child um, who is looking to me as his, his, his guide. I am his life. I'm his guide. And I want to be the best guide I can be. Well, you are, y'all, the son that she speaks so beautifully about is, his name is Moses. What, four years old now? Is he four yet? Four. He'll be five in April and he is, ooh, a whole vibe. (laughs) He's a Taurus and he is, I I live Mm. with a baby bull, but he's very, he's a very fun, you know, I never imagined being a parent. I remember when I'm on the cover of People Magazine, it's like Tamron Hall, 48-year-old miracle baby. And I was like, Wait, first of all, I'm 48. How'd that happen? And then a miracle. I I didn't because when you're in the throes of it, you don't fully understand or, or you're not conscious, I think, of the enormity of it. And then I started hearing from other women who had gone through IVF struggles and some some were able to conceive and others were not. But they thanked me for being open about this late in life journey that I'm now on. But no, he's a whole firecracker. He's, he's a com- he's a comedian. Yes. I don't know what he is. Somebody said, what do you think of me? I I think he's going to be a comedian because he, all he wants to do is be silly and, and make people laugh. He's so sweet. <laughs> oh, well, he's going to have to make his first stand up comedy appearance on your Uh-oh. show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have been so open about things personally, even yeah. talking about your IVF journey. I'll be 45 this year. I have yet yeah. to have children and it's been in the back of my mind because you can mm-hmm. be so career oriented or then when you are, then yeah. b- b- being in a relationship, I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, do I want this? And then yeah. us, you know, producing this, this show that you are my guest on, you know, and you sharing, you gave birth at the age of 48, but you're like, I didn't even know, I don't feel 48, I don't feel 53, you know? And it's like, <laughs> what do people, like to be 53, yeah. Yeah. You're more like 23 energy uh, wise and just well, let me not say energy wise. Yeah. Well, yes, energy yeah. wise, because uh, in order to move at the mean, capacity, yeah. in order to move at the capacity in which you do, um, you, you, you've got to feel young. But for people to maybe feel like they're mm. discouraged to get married or have children, yeah. I feel like when you get older, you feel better. I do. I do. You know, listen, I, I, there are two versions of this, right? Of course, there are versions of uh, that. If I, I will be very, very honest with you in a way that I have not been honest with anybody. Uh, there are times where I say, damn, you know, was I supposed to do that? 27, 25, you know, and I, I wasn't trying at 25 or 27. It wasn't even front of mind. I was dating. I had a couple of boyfriends probably, you know, and a lot of things going on, but <laughs> I didn't. And and then when I tried in my 30s, um, ran into complications. I was in a serious relationship and ran into some complications. And then that relationship ended and that the thought of it ended in my mind. Um, I wasn't I wasn't a person who would say like I was like, oh, gosh, I have to have a kid. I knew I wanted I probably if I'm being honest as well, 
I probably assumed that it was just a part of my life. I assumed that I was going to get married one day and have a kid. It wasn't, mm. I, I've never, I never looked in wedding books saying that's going to be my wedding. I, I wasn't that type, right? I wasn't, and no, no, I just feel seen. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't I that type. Seen. I knew I wanted to have someone special because I, as no joke, because I'm a talker and I talk a lot. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to start the story over with a new man every day. I wanted the man in the house that was there. They was like, oh yeah, what you said yesterday. So I wouldn't have to go like, yes. you know, Shirley, the one I told you about at work. And then the way, no, I wanted somebody who was consistent in my life. And I knew that whether it was with a marriage or us just living together, that wasn't uh front of mind, but I knew I wanted that consistency. And through dating, it didn't happen. And I remember around 35-ish, I started to feel a little panicked. And I was like, oh, God, uh, mm. I don't want to be in another failed relationship, right? I didn't want that to have to tell my friends, oh, God, broken up with this one and let's start over. Yes. Um, and I and I just, I went through that 35-year-old angst of it. And then in my 40s, I was like, uh, you know, whatever it is, it is. And I was still dating. And I met my husband through just a weird circumstance. And it was at the right time for me and the right time for him. But I, I didn't have a, a plan. And then when the idea of having a child, we talked about it on our first date. He didn't have kids either, never had kids. I was like, oh, you know, let's see what happens. Um, and, and it worked out for me. But there's a version of it now that I'm older that I'm, thank God, I'm more settled. I'm less um, frazzled by things. I think, you know, there's a Bonnie Wright song, Scared to Run Out of Time. So that's a part of it a little bit, you know, because now you're you're older and it cuts up. You know, I was scared to run out of time, not be able to have him. And now I'm scared to run out of time that I won't have enough time with him. Right. So it's oh. always going to be these things, you know, but you're going to always have these. You'll be ways. 83, honey, with okay. that haircut okay. and your baby okay. boy, uh, you know, but I just tell people, you know, there's no, as you know, there's no perfect plan. You you kind of get in there and you live life and. I want to, as a woman, as a black woman, live my life in a way that my grandmother who died in her 40s didn't have a chance to do um, and just ride it to the wheels fall off. And in the process, if you're lucky enough, you can be an inspiration to other people. And I'm lucky enough to do that. But I just, you know, I'm, I'm just living like you, like you know, I told somebody the last day I breathe on this planet, I want people on my gravestone to know one thing. I wanted to say she rooted for me because that's Ooh. the journey. I want to people to know she rooted for me, that I'm rooting for you. And in return, such great things have come my way. Absolutely. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful 
VC turbo engine? Well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility Dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. My show, Checking In, is the foundation has is has been about mental health. Mm-hmm. And in your um, impeccable career of being a journalist and then having to walk on to, like you said, you know, the story about Ryan Harris, yeah, yeah. Um, how you walked on the scene where she was found mm-hmm. and then an advocate for domestic violence um, yeah. and your own unfortunate. I saw a, yeah. a clip of you and Kenya Moore and you were sharing yeah. how someone pretty much yeah. took you, you know yeah. what I mean? And so with the foundation of checking in being about mental health, how have you been taking care of yourself? Mm. And I know you mentioned the word PTSD earlier on in the interview, not necessarily correlating with- Yeah, I understand what you're saying. You know, but how have you been able to continue to flourish in your career with- so much. Well, for me, you know, I, I practice transcendental meditation. I meditate twice a day and it helps me refocus. Um, you know, I try to go to church every Sunday. I just built the uh, little Sunday school at my, my church because we didn't have a kid's room. And I grew up in a culture where the kids had so I honestly never noticed we didn't have a kids. There was a small church that I go to in the city. And now that I have my son, I was leaving and I was like, but He's like, mommy, where do you, where are you going? I said, I'm going to church, but you got to stay home. Cause I, of course, I'm not trying to yeah. chase him through the pews. And right. I said, no, I'm going to do this. So we together with my church, um, built this little Sunday school room and the kids are in there and they're playing just like when I was a child and oh. I'm able to go in and worship. And for me, you know, when I open my eyes, I pray, I pray 
before I walk out the door of that show, I'd say, God, you know, guide my words and let my words be an inspiration to people. Let me um, be purposeful in my words. And and when I don't have the words, give me the words. And what and I say that even before a cooking show, because everything has an impact. So between meditating, um, as I said, the minute I, I wake up, I, I lay in that bed. I'm probably supposed to get on my knees, but I'm too lazy sometimes. And I lay in that bed at 445 or whatever it is. And I, I ask God to really watch over me because I, I know that my mom was a 19-year-old single mom who came home with a baby, uncertain of what you know the next day was going to be like. And she really provided a great foundation for me. And so I'm, I tell my audience all the time before we end the show in the commercial break, I say, I hope you, I make you proud. And, and when I say those words, I think of every person that I've ever encountered from the woman in Chicago at the food court at the water tower. My first yes. time I, I went on air and she said, you that new black girl on uh, WFLD. And I said, yes, yeah. girl, we watching you, you know, and I never will know her name. I don't know where she is, but that energy of girl, we watching you as I'm in the food court, my big old pile of Chinese food. You know, okay. <laughs> it's like those moments that allow me to take care of myself mentally and put it all in perspective. That's the biggest lesson, Michelle. I think I've had in my fifties is putting it in perspective. My husband likes to say, "Don't put a twenty on a 10. You know, I try to not let things that don't warrant. It being, you know, a crisis, right? I I save crisis for crisis. And Mm. I say, you know, I I save my mind and my mental health by putting things in perspective. Tamron, you know, that's a one. And then are you going to react on a five? You know, or how does that really matter? In my youth, my early, early years, I wasn't letting anything. Somebody, I was last word Tamron. I'm like, no, because yeah, you know, especially as a black woman and as a woman, you don't want people to feel that they can run over you or that you speaking up somehow makes you bad and it makes them good to keep you quiet. And so early in my career and early in my life, oh. I was always trying to fight for that voice. But now in my 50s, I put it in perspective and I say, you know, I can let that person leave the room thinking that I'm okay with that. Because I've lived enough of this journey where they, mm. all they have to look and see it's wrong. You know. Yes. Oh, y'all. She shared so much that it can be a part two. <laughs> so are you making mountains out of molehills? Um, yeah. The situa- if there's a situation that's really one, are you putting tens on it? My heart warmed. I, you know, I'm a church girl. Mm. So my heart mm. warmed when you mentioned you helped your church build a Sunday school room you know, we would call that children's church, you know, where the kids can check in. And y'all, she always is posting out that. Um, I love when you post, um, you know, outside the church yeah. or what, you know, yeah, something the, that the, 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 the church message, sign is, yeah. the message that it's that it's about. And so I just thank you so, so oh, much for yeah. being here and for you to just continue to ascend and soar. Mm. You also just mentioned how sometimes when Black women are, we're trying to be assertive, we are called aggressive, mm-hmm. right? But I know you don't let that stop you. You yeah. are the executive producer of yeah. the Emmy-winning award Aww. show, the Tamron Hall show. We're excited about your book, Watch thank Where you. They Hide. We got to make this a New York Times bestseller. Now that Aww, last book, the last book that I'm like, wait a minute, NYT, that was a hundred thousand units. Now how, what's the qualifications? I said it, she didn't. 
I because I want to know. Okay, so oh. listen, we are so excited. I can't wait to continue to keep in touch Thank with you. you. We love you. Oh, I love and- you, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, we'll see you soon. We got to see you in the studio on the show when you're in New York. I adore I am, you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I tell my mom, I told the story of us all hanging out in the, the, the fabulous sex with Avenue Shoe Department. I love you and you're just such a bright light. And um, it's always an honor and pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for It's for, a for pleasure. Absolutely. You. I am rooting for you. Wow, what an inspiring show. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about her new book, Watch Where They Hide, okay? I'm really excited about her new book. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Just be resilient. Write those books that you want to write. Write that script that you want to write. You know, whatever it is that you want to do, do it. Don't let anybody make you feel because you're this you can't also have your foot in that, okay? You might be a teacher, but maybe you can sketch. Maybe you wanna design some clothes, or I don't care, just hair bonnets, whatever it is that you wanna do. I hope this episode pushes you, you know, go girl, go bro, do this. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.